bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Welcome along. It's another uh, post-season Herald Express Devon Live Yellow Army podcast. Uh, we're finished. Yeah. The players are scattered to the four winds on holiday and, All over and the doing place. whatever they're doing. Yeah, in exotic spots. Richard's working hard elsewhere, so it's just myself and Dave this week. Just a two-man podcast this week. Um, good news uh, this week. Uh, actually, it broke last night that uh, Rory Keating has indeed signed on the dotted line for Torquay. That's the uh, the story that the fans are talking about today, I think. Yes, uh, and, and you know, luckily we managed to sort of, I think, point everybody in the right direction that that was on the cards. Um, uh, I think it, it's a big plus. Yeah, it's a big it's plus. Uh, you know, you're looking at a young player, 21 years old, um, only joined the club in February, um, a work in progress, yeah. but I think everybody who's seen him play over the last three months of the season knows that he's made of the right stuff. Uh, he's up for a battle all the time, and you know this is conference football we're playing, and and he's just the sort of person you want around. Yeah, um, and it's uh, it's a good signing. In also, do you think that it sends out a good message to players elsewhere and to the rest of the league that Turkey have have got this promising young player, and they've gone out of their way to to get that signature on paper? Yeah. And start building for the new season Absolutely. already. Absolutely, he's he's. You wouldn't call him, you know, what's the phrase? Landmark signing or no? A, a marquee. marquee signing. That's what, that's what they call it these yeah. days, isn't it? You wouldn't call him a marquee signing, um, although within the Plainmore family, as it were, uh, and the supporters, yeah. uh, everybody's that I've spoken to is. Slapping the hands and saying, "Absolutely, get him in," and, yeah. and that's right. that's damn good news. There will be other players who are much better known than Rory Keating in the football world, who will be coming in over the next two or three months, I suspect. But you know, he's just the kind of you know player who you know we've discussed this over the last few weeks. That you know, I think he was absolutely crucial in keeping United yeah. up. Um, attitude as much as anything attitude, else. style of play. Uh, the ability to cover the ground, you yeah. know, the way you go about your football, uh, Rory Keating help, ticks all those boxes yeah. and, and helps. And and let's face it, he should. Uh, um, uh, I've taken a bit of stick from one or two of the older fans for for even bracketing him in the same breath as Steve Cooper. But but um, it was bold. <laughs> I'll give you that. But but <laughs> it's just it, you, you can't you can't put in guts and attitude and courage if it ain't there it's not going to be there he's got those and now it's a question of trying to polish up yeah you know a bit of those skills and the knowledge um you know of how to go about your game at, at this level he's come out of irish football which is rough tough and and you yeah. know in your face so he knows all about that um it's now down to himself uh, whoever comes in around him yeah, and we're, we're, I'm sure Kevin Nicholson is looking for at least two more strikers. In fact, I know he is. Um, uh, whether or not, I mean, if, if if Brett Williams were to come back, which I think is probably the odds are against rather yeah. than on, yeah. um, you know, you're definitely looking at two more strikers. It would be hard to expect that Rory Keating, on the back of his level of experience and an age, could 
be now inked in for forty six games next it's a season lot to without ask, a break. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, he 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 will he may well have little dips in form and all that kind of stuff, and that would be perfectly natural. But um, it's up to him, whoever comes in around him, and Nicholson and Robbie Herrera, to yeah. improve the package. If you know what I mean, is 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 to turn him into a serious player, uh, uh, and um, you know I think we're all looking forward to to that to watching that progress happen. But, um, but you know, one yeah. thing is absolutely certain: if the ball goes in the box with any quality whatsoever, uh, he'll be busting he'll a gut to get the on the end of it. And we have to thank him as well for increasing our uh, our reader base as well. We've got a load more Facebook friends in Ireland. If you're uh, if you're tuning in from Ireland, then welcome along. Good to have you here. And absolutely. We've got, we got a nice little message uh, from Westport United today on Facebook. It was um, they I've they've, heard of them. they've reposted uh, our story from last Great. night. Uh, one of Rory's old clubs, the oldest football club in Connaught, apparently, Good according to their right. Facebook page. They right. play in red and black. They were yeah. formed in 1911, and their home ground is United Park, and they're our new favourite team in Ireland. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so we're, 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 we shall be following them We are now Westport United season, fans yes. through and through. Yeah. So uh, Exile supporters club. Yeah. We will keep tabs on Westport United in the podcast as we go through yeah. the season. Good. Um, interesting result from Wembley on Sunday. Forest Green Rovers actually, on paper, looked as if they made fairly short work of Tranmere. It wasn't yeah, quite that clear I, I, cut. I, I think, I think most of us thought that Tranmere might might do that. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they have Green, had, Tranmere have got horrendous injury problems yeah. and have had for, for for a little while now. Um, so they just looked as if they lacked a bit of quality in the yeah, second half. To yeah, be honest, Forest yeah. Green scored two goals very close together. Yes, at the end of yeah. the first half. I, th- I mean. As far as I remember, the two teams that kind of... Well, the one team that played the best football against Torquay this season was Dagenham and Redbridge, without a shadow of a doubt. They absolutely murdered United at Plainbore and managed to lose 1-0 because they had a player sent off. They murdered United with 10 men, let alone 11. (laughs) Um, uh, And United ended up doing the double over them. That's how crazy it was. Lincoln, uh, uh, Tranmere away... Um, even with Kiefer Moore up front, that was his last match yeah. for United. Uh, and Luke Young got injured in that. He went match off in the first well, half. Went off in yeah. the first half. Uh, you could never see Torquay beating Tranmere away that afternoon. They had, you know, strength on both sides of the attack. They looked strong. They missed a stack of chances. They did. There was that strange foggy afternoon at Brenton Park. It was, and and United ended up losing a match 2-1, I think, in the end. Dan Sparks got a bit of a gimme, didn't he? um, uh, uh, But it was a a more comfortable win than that. Um, And, you know, Kevin Nicholson did say several times that he thought that Tranmere had the best squad in the division. Um, Lincoln never really hurt Torquay over two matches, but they managed to end up winning both of them. Um, so there you go. Uh, it, it's a weird and wonderful thing. So I think most of us thought, well, surely Tranmere will have enough. Well, they didn't. And Forest Green, who of course United took four points off and scored nine goals against, um, uh, um, ended up winning yeah. um, uh, pretty convincingly in the end. And, and good luck to them. They've been uh, trying, trying, trying. Yeah, you've got to be happy to for do, them, haven't you? Is, yeah. is it third yeah. time lucky? Something yeah. like that. It might even be fourth time lucky. But uh, and they've finally gone into the football league. Extraordinary, extraordinary yeah. story. It um, is a great story, and, yeah. and it gives hope in a way. If nothing else, I know quite a lot of Torquay fans think, "Oh, isn't it ridiculous? A team going up that the village is less than six thousand people, and when they get fifteen hundred, two thousand people, they think it's the world's turned up." But 
<clears throat> it, it's very you know easy to be a bit snooty about these things, isn't it? And the fact is, um, Dale, the Dale Vince, has, yeah, 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 and yeah. Dale Vince has 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 you know financed yeah. the thing, and and they're now up there, and 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 all good luck to them. Of course, they've got a big playing more favourite in Mark Ellis playing at the back there he was on loan from Carlisle we'll yeah. see whether he moves there permanently he had a busy afternoon on Sunday from what I could see did he? I, did, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, see them. he was match. in the thick of the action well he would be wouldn't yeah. he? yeah um, uh, of course wouldn't Gulls fans like to see um, him signing yeah. on for United next season but I, 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 I would have thought that if Forrest Green yeah. offer him I played him at Wembley contract, yeah, um, uh, that, that, that he would go there to stay in the league because you know, he appears to be surplus to requirements at Carlisle, but um, which is a bit of a surprise in itself. Yeah, it I think is, most yeah. of us would have thought he could get into that team. Yeah. But uh, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, and and uh, of course, one of the effects of uh, Forest Green's departure is um, the local derby is, story, is, isn't is, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, Forest Green away is hardly a local derby in most people's um, uh, uh, book, but you know. We had come to look, come to look on it as one. Yeah. So the, um, the the old days of Exeter and gone, Plymouth, Bristol gone. Rovers, even Newport. If yeah. Newport had come well, down, I think we least, were all yeah. praying for that, weren't we? Yeah, um, we'd have enjoyed that. And then Hartlepool. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not quite the same, is it? Um, Cheltenham, of course, we used to quite enjoy yeah. a trip up to Cheltenham. Um, but now it's uh, and now Forest Green have gone, and it'll be <laughs> at least on paper um, the nearest club for a local derby to United and the conference are very good about these yeah. things they give home and away games at Boxing Day and Christmas Day and it's either going to be Eastley yeah. um, or I think most of our favourites would be Aldershot because it's the, the, the road to Aldershot is slightly more straightforward than the road to Eastley yeah. but, um, Maidenhead have come, uh, come yeah, up yeah Maidenhead's well, a tiny bit yeah, further than, yeah. than um, uh, but those are the three well goodness gracious it's, nearly, it's a long it, haul it, it isn't is. it? You're, talk, you're talking you know 350, 400 mile round trips yep. just for, for a local derby. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Is. Looking um, forward to Aldershot again, though. Well, I'm a shame exactly. for Aldershot that they didn't get up through the playoffs. I but, don't. Uh, looking forward to playing. Knowing the people there quite well at Aldershot, I don't think they were uh, having a nervous breakdown over it. Uh, I think a lot of people yeah. up there, including people inside the club, uh, the messages I was getting was people were ringing up saying, Please don't go down. You know, yeah. you you've got to be with us. We, you know, we're the same. You and I. Um, I spoke uh, to a couple of fans up there after the game, funnily enough, and they said very much the same thing. Hope you stay up, and they didn't think they were ready to go. No, up. and I think so. that view was also reflected by quite a lot of people inside the club. I'm sure uh, uh, Waddock and the all the yeah. top players didn't believe that, but um, I think they just felt that they've come quite a long way in a short period of time, and it. They weren't maybe quite ready to go up, no. um, and they duly well, they lost to Tranmere in the yeah. semi finals, didn't they? But um, so, the, so the, we don't mind going to Aldershot on Christmas Day, on, Chris, on Boxing Day, or New Year's Day. So, the six new teams coming into our league next season coming yep. down from League Two are Hartlepool and yep. Leighton Orient, and Leighton Orient, of course, loads of interest, yeah. intriguing stuff still to be resolved there. A club. In complete crisis, and is there the a possibility they could drop right through? Well, it's got to be one. Isn't it? uh, uh, the National League will have a decision to yeah. make, and unless all of a sudden there's a change of ownership at Leighton Orient, yeah, uh, uh, which apparently is a distinct possibility, uh, they've got to put together a complete new financial package, give all the guarantees that all the other clubs have to give to the National League board, uh, and do it pretty sharpish. Otherwise, they risk being pushed straight through. And would they um, then promote another team from? 
Conference South. Um, phew, interesting. Interesting, yes. isn't it? Not quite or sure. Or do they allow a, a southern on this. a southern region team who were relegated to stay up? Um, yes, I would which have would thought be so. Braintree, I would have it? thought so. So would Braintree so. would stay yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting because they're not well, far apart no, either, are they? Leighton I mean, Orient and you know, I think we all have a funny feeling that something will happen at Leighton Orient to calm the whole yeah. thing down and the conference will go along with it. Uh, the National League will go along with it. But anyway, as things stand, Hartlepool and Leighton Orient down. And up come Maidenhead and Ebbsfleet. Yep. Our old friends Ebbsfleet. Ebbsfleet. We, we, we our know colleague them, David we? up at the um, up at the Exeter office is a mad keen Ebbsfleet fan, by the way, so yeah. at least he'll be able to see him play somewhere nearby. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, they beat um, blah, 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 uh, on in the playoff final uh, Chelmsford. City, Chelmsford, of course, it wasn't. I was struggling then. Had Josh Reeves in then in in, yeah. in their team, who United fans know. So uh, uh, Maidenhead, uh, who've got Alan Devonshire as manager, yeah. the old brain tree manager, West Ham favourite. Um, bit of money's gone in there. Yeah. A striker called Dave Tarpey, who scored loads and loads of goals this season to get him up. Uh, and in the North, uh, National League North, yeah. um, always looked like winning it. AFC Fylde. Fylde. That's from Black, up near Blackpool. Blackpool isn't yeah, it? So there's exactly. a weekend away to be had there, isn't Quite. it? Quite. Yeah. Um, okay. Very, very smart new stadium there, yeah. by the way. Um, uh, on an industrial estate, a yeah. trading estate up in that part of the world. My goodness, there's a lot of clubs. You know, concentrated in You've that, got Fleetwood, yeah. Blackpool. Yeah. Southport, that's a little bit further south with um, yeah, near Liverpool. Yeah. Um, Morecambe is not yeah. far away. Goodness gracious. Tranmere and Chester aren't all that yeah. far away from no, there, no, are they? No. Uh, and our old friends, FC Halifax. Yeah. yeah, good to see them up. Huh? Yeah. Um, they took extra time to beat Chorley. Um, Chorley, Chorley, Chorley yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, they're back up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, you know, they were another of these teams that got relegated and won the, the FA Trophy last season, yes. wasn't, uh, wasn't they? Which, of course, oh, and by the way, good luck to York. Yeah. Um, who are playing uh, Cleethorpe's Town, I think, is it? Something like yes, that I in think the it final. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Sunday. At we haven't done our homework F- this week, have and we? And the FA yeah. Vars final is played on the same yeah. day to try and turn it out into a bit of a non league day. So, yeah. Um, so it's some interesting trips next season, but the, the most interesting thing about the league structure next season, which I know you've already done a piece on on the website, which gave me an excuse to use a great old file picture, by the way, from the playoff win, uh, is that there's a move to increase the number of teams in the playoffs next yes. season. Yes. Um, uh, how it will work, if the clubs accept it, and I'd be staggered if they didn't, uh, is that instead of just having the automatic promotion for the winners... Yeah. Um, there will, uh, and four into the pl- the next four into the playoffs. There will be six teams in the playoffs of okay. each division, um, but the teams finishing second and third will go straight through to the semi-finals, as it were, yeah. and play at home in the semi-finals. All the playoff games will be one-legged matches. Yeah. Then you would have fourth against seventh, and fifth against sixth. Yeah. Also at the grounds of the two higher clubs. Okay. The winners of those two then go and play the second and third teams, and that is decides the playoff. Uh, eventually, the, 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 the finalists go to go to Wembley. Now, it's, it's quite a long process, but that could add some real drama to the end of the season. It could. It? It, 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 of course, it could. And 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 you've got a situation there which which it broadens out the yeah. interest, doesn't it? 
I mean, you and I were trying to work out, out next season uh, how many teams might not have any interest in either going up or, 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 it, go, uh, or going down. Because we, we already have four of the 24 teams go down, Quite. which is a massive trapdoor, as we found out to our cost for the last couple of seasons. Yeah. If you're now looking at the top Another seven, seven being involved Quite. in the promotion and the bottom four, yeah. it's... Well, it's half, isn't it? Yeah, up until Easter, yeah. everybody surely is going to be in with a shout of, of one something. or the other, probably yeah. beyond Easter. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. The, the 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 one element that I'm a little bit sort of quizzical about is that when you think that this season in the National League North <coughs> and yeah. South, uh, Darlington were in the National League North playoffs, Poole I think were either in or just about in, yeah. the same for Hungerford. All three of them were not allowed to take part in the playoffs because their grounds didn't oh, meet, meet yeah. uh, the standards. Yeah. So. Uh, although it looks a great idea on paper, and I'm sure it will work more than happily in the yeah. National League Premier, for want of a better word, uh, there are quite a lot of clubs in the National League North and South who yeah. either, you know, a step up to National Premier, or I'm sure they'd probably accept it if it if it came. But a lot of the, if the National League are going to stick to their to the fact that your ground has to be, yeah. I think the criteria is five hundred covered seats uh, and a minimum capacity of whatever. I, can't, I forget the exact figures, but the National League appear to be quite strict on it. That's mm -hmm. why three clubs this season were not allowed to take part in the playoffs. Yeah, um, surely that's a, something that isn't going to go away. No. There's going to be quite a lot of other clubs who are still in that boat. Uh, Hampton and Richmond ended up taking part in the National League South playoffs when they didn't finish in the top four, in the top five. No. So, um, for a team of that size, that's a lot Chorley of investment to make, well, isn't it? Right. Yeah, Sorry? there'd be a lot of investment <coughs> to make. What? On, you know, if you're finishing, let's say you finish seventh yeah. in National League South, yeah, and you're you know you're the chairman you're thinking do I invest this money to allow me to play in the playoffs well Peter Masters had exactly that decision to make at Truro last year yeah. they, Truro City got into the playoffs their ground did not meet standards and there was a hurried bit of money thrown at Triu Road and a few new stands went up Yeah, and I think they just about got through and they were allowed to take part in the playoffs they lost and that was the end of that but yeah. Uh, um, you know, it, 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 these are not wealthy clubs. They are, no. are, are, you know, bog standard. You know, great little outfits. But the idea of suddenly splashing fifty or a hundred thousand quid on your ground to bring yeah. it up to Sanders is sometimes not not it's an issue. Yeah, it? it's a yeah. big ask. And um, so it'll be interesting to see how that is received at the um, league's annual meeting at Celtic Manor, yeah. Newport, on June the tenth. I'm sure the vast majority of clubs will go for it. But there may be a bit of discussion on that point, yeah. um, whether it's the right thing to do for National mm. League North and National League South. But no, as far as we are concerned, um, you know, it can only be a, a, a good thing. A I think it's, thing. It's, 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 it's such a bastard of a division to get out of mm. <laughs> under the current setup. Yeah. And, I, and I, I wonder whether this has been introduced partly to kind of like calm some of the anger and frustration that Mickey Mellon, the Tranmere manager, was, was saying the other day, that, you know, this business of one straight up and only one through the playoffs yeah. is, 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 an, is such a killer. Because they, um, on paper, they had a terrific season, didn't well, they? Tranmere okay, scored yeah, shed loads they, of goals. They, 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 they accumulated a club record number of points, 95 points, yeah. finishing second to Lincoln. 
that would have been enough to win the championship or League Two, not by a, a point, by uh, comfort street. street. Yeah, uh, and yeah. yet, it, and yet they don't even end up winning promotion. Uh, th it doesn't sit right, does it? And, no. and this is an old chestnut, and we've talked about it before, and, and, and I've no doubt we will again. But you know, as long as that the trickle of money from the Premier League and the Football League effectively stops at the bottom of League Two, mm. this is going to carry on yeah. because the League Two clubs. You know, the old turkeys are not going to vote for Christmas, are they? Of, of an extra relegation place in League Two, and no. um, it makes it so hard to get out of. And that's why clubs like Luton and Oxford, Exeter, Torquay, uh, and others we can think of over the years have, have had these these season after season after season of being perfectly good, well-supported clubs and trapped, if you like, in yeah. in in the uh, in the conference. Because you look at the the two teams that have come down. I mean, if if Leighton Orient do have some kind of rescue package and Hartlepool, the infrastructure is there, the club is there. They would both be pushing for promotion again next season. And Tranmere will not want to be missed out again. No, and the difference will be is is that Hartlepool and Leighton Orient will receive the parachute payment yeah. from the League Two which is in the region of a quarter of a million pounds that you get in the first year after that you get cut off Tranmere had it this year, didn't go up the other club that had it amazingly was York City Yeah, not only did they not go up they went down they with it. straight through. It's, um, hard, it's still hard to take that on board, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the, the fall um, of York City has been dramatic. Yes, awful, awful. Yeah. Uh, good club, um, you know, not a not a kind of a fly-by-night outfit by any stretch of the imaginations, and you know that they've uh, they've just gone straight through. Yeah. So what a what a nightmare it must be for them. Shocker. Now we said, I think we said on this podcast a couple of weeks ago, what we would give for a season in mid-table obscurity, <laughs> a season of just bumping well, along in about twelfth place and maybe having a look at the playoffs. It's a foreign. Land. It's not going to happen. Is it? <laughs> it's With a that. foreign land. We, 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 everybody hopes and expects bit of a touchy word yeah. I know where football's concerned that, we, that United are going to be able to put these last two seasons behind them and certainly start punching their weight in this division uh, and if that's the case yeah. then you know you've got to hope that we, if there are six playoff places available um, that uh, United would yeah. You know, would at least be within touching distance of it. So, a top seventeen—that's yeah. what we want to be. We, <laughs> that we, phrase is going to be. We, I, the, well, yeah. me, me saying that this was a top ten team last year has come back to bite me a couple of times. Yeah, but, I mean, it is yeah. in fact, of course, exactly what happens, only in a different uh, um, grouping in League Two. You know, yeah. League Two, three straight up, and the next four in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, only this 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 way, it's going to be a sort of playoff quarterfinals as well as semi-finals, if you know what I mean. And uh, it's it's intriguing. It'll it'll it'll. I'm sure. I can't I can't imagine it won't go through. Mm -hmm. The interesting point, I think, uh, Jeff Harrop, United's general manager, was talking yesterday um, for the piece we we had online uh, that that. that um, it will only be when they get to Celtic Manor where they find out, put some meat on the bones, and I'm sure by that he was referring to things like shares of gate receipts, yeah. um, all that kind of stuff. You know, is it going to be split straight down the middle in the playoffs? Blah 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 blah. So um, yeah, some big crowds for those, wouldn't you? As well, though. Oh, stakes would be high. More games, yeah. more tension. Yeah. And sure especially if, it. especially if you get some of the bigger hitters yeah. in the league involved. Um, uh, no, no, it, it it can only be a, a plus, can't it? Yeah, it's, I quite it's, like it's, the sense. It's that. such a hard, th hard division to get out of as it is. So any anything that gives you a little bit of an extra chance must be a good thing. Yeah. 
So before we close this week's play this week's playoff this week's podcast, we should mention tonight's big game up the road. We're speaking on Thursday afternoon. Yeah. There's the small matter of Exeter against Carlisle up the road this evening. Yeah. Uh, good luck to them. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Three three um, draw away from yeah. home. You kind of feel they were got three the one hard up. Work done. Yeah, they were three one up in that game. Bobby Lesnick, of course, is is was recalled in goal for that game. The yeah. former United goalie. Um, uh, Keith Curl, of course, former United player and manager, is now manager of Carlisle. Um, had a what a roller coaster season they've had. They were storming yeah. along at one stage, and then they went into complete yeah. free fall and managed to scramble a few points together to make sure they got in the playoffs. And Exeter couldn't um, win a game at home, could they? Quite for, start, for the first half of the yeah, season, and and they've been probably the form team of the division yeah. over over the second half of the season. Uh, no, good luck to them. We, 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 if if they go up, I know it means that there's two divisions between both yeah. us and both them and Plymouth. But there you go. Uh, um, you you can't wish ill on 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 your neighbours. And we'd like the um, local derbies back again. No, in something other than the Devon Bowl. Yeah, we, 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 wouldn't we? Wouldn't we? We would indeed. And we've got now to look forward, hopefully, to um, to a few more signings. I know United are fairly close, or they feel they're fairly close to a couple more. Yeah. Um, in the next few days. So the, the players that I know the fans are talking about. Let's just just t- touch on these. Dan Sparks. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I have no real sort of jungle drums on Dan no. Sparks. I know that one or two clubs were watching him. You know, towards the end of the season, although frustratingly he he, he got injured mm. near the end, didn't he? Um, but I, you know, I know Kevin Hodge, uh, Kevin Hodges, Kevin Nicholson is is you know pretty keen yeah. to keep him. He's offered him a new contract. Um, so Luke, Young. Luke Young, well, obviously he's right yeah. up there on the list of priorities. Uh, it's a difficult one for Luke. I, 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 he's been with Torquay for three years now, and they've been quite difficult years, haven't they? Um, suffered with injury, both in hasn't matches he? And, yeah. and with his injury. He's through those now. He was terrific toward, you know, over the mm. second half of last season. Player of the year, uh, 24 years old, uh, no doubting his ability and talent or his attitude. Mm. Uh, and league clubs have been looking at him. Now, what does he do? You know, does he get, does he think to himself, "Look, I've I've got my career ahead of me. I've given Torquay three years." Because, as you say, do, he is still quite young in football oh, no, terms. That's absolutely, you know, yeah. twenty-four. That's is, right. Yeah. Or you know, uh, does you know? I'm sure Kevin Nicholson is saying, to, "Look, Luke, um, sign on with us for another year. If you have a really good first half of the season, hopefully that will help us too as well." If somebody comes along in January, yeah. we won't stand in your way. Uh, there would be a limit on what sort of transfer fee talk he could ask for, all that kind of stuff. You put a package together and you hope that it's enough to yeah. um, to persuade him uh, to stay. Uh, everybody, we all want him to, don't we? And he's a hugely, yeah. po- rightly popular player and, and, and very effective as well. Um, and I think from Kevin Nicholson's point of view, uh, I think he would be really disappointed if, if, if Luke... Young, sort of went to a league club yeah. f- for a kind of a so-so contract, purely because it was for a league club. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure Torquay have done their best to put together a good deal for him, um, uh, uh, and for the sake of six months, who knows what might happen in those six months? Yeah. You, you know, football is such an uncertain uh, job and an uncertain life. You don't know, but but uh, you know, we, we have all of us got our fingers crossed that yeah. Luke decides to throwing his lot with Torquay for at least uh, one more. Uh, Sean McGinty, I get the feeling that um, Kevin Nicholson is, is 
reasonably optimistic on that front. Hopeful, yeah. maybe, is a better word. Um, uh, uh, again, Sean McGinty, he's, he's been around for a while playing for, obviously he went to Man United when he was yeah. sort of very young, 17 years old, but he's only 23, uh, um, still because he, yeah, a lot of his career in front for the, of him. the young player of the year, exactly. wasn't he? And a lot of people were scratching their heads saying, he's, really? Yeah. Is he a young player of the year? Um, but I mean, he is, I, isn't he? I must say, I do think young players should be under 21, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Um, but no, he, he's ever-present last season, steady yeah. Eddie, and there should be some improvement with him, particularly if United can sign... A, 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 a genuinely experienced, and I know they're chasing one right-sided centre yeah. half. Because of course, um, uh, that Mines Anderson on, is yes. another left-sided centre half. Exactly, isn't he? and yeah. and I, I think I'm I'm pretty sure that after the way Anderson played over the last three or four months of the season, that if he'd been right-footed, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Kevin Nicholson would have offered him another contract. And I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that Miles Anderson may come back anyway. Mm. Uh, I mean, it all depends on finance and how Nicholson is stretching the budget across the whole squad. But you're going to need three centre-halves, aren't you? Yeah. Three centre-backs. We know that um, because one, one is inevitably injured or suspended. At some yeah. stage of the yeah. season. Uh, ben Gehring was that cover man, yeah. although he actually played quite a lot in the early part of the season. Got sent off twice um, uh, um, you know, and United ended up having to mix and match. Well, I think you know you, Nicholson is very keen to have two nailed on yeah. players uh, to play right and left centre back but you're going to need cover aren't you yes you are and yeah. um, uh, Anderson is a, is a you know a, a decent player and I think a lot of people like the look of him towards yeah. the end of the season uh, and then Brendan Moore of course the goalkeeper um, I get the impression one or two other clubs have been watching him yeah. over the closing few weeks of the season um, we'll see Not difficult position sure. to fill isn't it I mean it's, it's oh yeah you, you it, it goes without saying, really, I suppose, but it's when you're building a team for the summer, you've got to get your keeper nailed on fairly quite early, haven't you? Old, old cliche, keeper, centre-back, central midfield, centre-forward. The spine of the team, uh, isn't it? And, yeah. and, and Brendan Moore, he's been with us now, what, a year and six year and, months, yeah. 18 months, yeah. something like that. Probably, no, it's less than actually, because he came in on loan, didn't he, when Dan Lavercombe got yes, injured. Yeah. Uh, only played, what, a dozen games the season before last, so... You know, he's still only a, a very relatively inexperienced keeper. He's, he's young as well, isn't he? That's right, yeah, and yeah. and uh, you know he was you know rightly popular. And then of course you've got the two more experienced, well, again, more experienced. Aman Verma, yes, definitely more experienced. Yeah. But Courtney Richards, even though he's captain and he seems to have been here forever, yeah. a bit like Luke Young, um, uh, he's only twenty three, I think. Yeah. Um, so those those are the ones who United are waiting for answers on. Um, it is a, a very, very frustrating month, May. Uh, you've got people away on holiday. Uh, all the players are weighing up various yeah. offers. Um, United, amongst many other clubs, are pressing for answers. Agents are saying, well, just hang on a bit. You never know. We might, somebody else might come in. Somebody season. else yeah. might come in. So it's a, it's a, a, a difficult old month. And then all of a sudden, June starts coming around. And it's... Hmm, I think I better get myself fixed yeah. up here. <laughs> and then the friendlies begin. So uh, we'll be with you all the way through the uh, the close season. We'll be podcasting each week. There's always something to talk about at Talker United, isn't there? Good luck to the Grecians tonight. By Indeed. the time a lot of our listeners will have tuned in, that we'll know the outcome yeah. of that. Um, uh, one thing, I, thank goodness there's no well, there's away goals counting double in the playoffs. I, 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 yeah. I think that's a massive, you know, it's a good a, idea, bonus, you know. You, yeah. you 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 sort it out. Whoever's in front, 
if it goes for extra time, it goes for extra time, and then it's penalties. Um, and of course, Huddersfield did that last night, didn't they, they did. with um, Carl Sheffield Wednesday? No. There Good luck go. to the Grecians. Good luck to the Grecians. Thank you for listening. This has been the Herald Express Devon Live Yellow Army podcast for the summer. And as ever, come on, you yellows.